I've got a slew of videos from uh, some of my media contacts who uh, are aware of what is the, what the situation is in Durban as we speak. You may be aware that uh, the Grey Street Mosque initially was thought to be on fire a little bit earlier today. It is a, it's, it's a beautiful heritage building in that city and any of you from that area uh, or from Durban in general would know it as a landmark, right, as you drive through town. It's been there forever. I, I must actually look into the history of the building in more detail and just see exactly when it was built and so forth. But certainly that that Grey Street area is that Casper area as it's known is such a special area historically because it, it was an area in which traditionally before apartheid before the forcible removals people of all races lived together. All races all cultures, all religions. It was a very special area for that reason. You will find uh, books about it. Uh, people like uh, the late Aziz uh, Hassam having written about that, uh, the Grey Street Casper and the way people got got on in what was also known as the Dushin of that time. And uh, my dad was very privileged to grow up in that area, so it's also close to my heart. But there's also a very beautiful cathedral in that area where, where my brother was an organist as a teenager. It's the Emmanuel Cathedral. And this is the vicinity, the sort of triangulation in which this fire is taking place. Now, I've heard in the last few buildings, in minutes rather, that it's not the mosque itself that caught a light. It, it is the flats, the apartments that are uh, believed to be in front of the mosque. So we're going to go live to Nkosikona Duman right now, who's on the ground, and he's going to give us a sense of what he's seeing there uh, as we speak. Nkosikona, good afternoon to you. Just tell me exactly what's happening on the ground right now. Hi, Joanne. So, um, Etseguini Emergency Services uh, authorities have told us here that indeed, as we indicate, uh, 14 flats um, which are in a complex that also has the historic uh, Juma Masjid or the Juma Mosque um, those 14 flats have been uh, gutted. They've been destroyed by a fire here. Uh, the cause of the fire is still being investigated, Joanne. But I can tell you that uh, four persons who were thought to be inside the building have been accounted for. Um, there is no injury or casualty that has been uh, reported. And uh, unfortunately, Joanne, uh, the actual mosque has not been uh, affected. Um, but, you know... If you look inside the, the, the way, where the fire has really hit Joanne, it has really done so. I mean, people's uh, belongings, assets have been completely destroyed. All right. This is very sad indeed to hear, Nkosikona. Thank you very much for, um, for, for giving us a, a picture of exactly what is going on the ground, on, on the ground there. So, so have firefighters brought the blaze under control so far? Yes, yes, indeed, Joanne. So they have put uh, the, the, the blaze under control. And what they are telling us, Joanne, is that although they uh, do not believe that there's anyone still trapped inside where the fire uh, took hold, um, they are going to do a final inspection to make sure that there is no one trapped inside, Joanne. Uh, but I can tell you that um, I think what really assisted in this particular instance is that um, there was fast response from the Ethiopian uh, Fire and Emergency Services. Um, you know, the five uh, tank buildings here were located quite early, as, as we are told, and they did make, manage to ensure that no one uh, was affected. But also, Joanne, what I can just say, because you did give a historical overview of the building in your intro, if I can just tell you, that building is actually opposite the Dennis Hurley building. Um, it is, of course, a, a special part of Durban because this building is it, one, one of those that make the city what it is. And just opposite the neighbors there, uh, which is the Dennis Hurley Center uh, building, have actually offered their assistance 
to the Juma Masjid, although uh, the other part is uh, largely Muslim, is a Muslim organization, and the other uh, on the opposite on the on, on the opposite road, they are Christian, but they have actually offered their assistance. So I think that's just a beautiful thing to highlight at this particular point is that um, a helping hand has already been extended to those affected, Joanne. That's wonderful to hear, Nkosikona. Any idea, and I mean, it's still really very early in this investigation, but any idea what the cause of the fire might have been? Well, so what authorities are telling us, Joanne, is that the fire actually started in one of the flats um, in, uh, in, in the complex that houses the, the mosque. But uh, that fire is actually still being investigated. But we, we, we can definitely tell you that it is believed that it started in one of the flats inside the, um, the, the complex building. I, I know that it's a two-story building in Kosikona. There's no mm-hmm. chance of collapse, is there, given that the, the fire seems to be raging on the upper floor? Uh, well, at this particular point, no. But authorities are not taking any chance, and as I'm telling you right now, they're actually marking, making sure that um, you know much of the road has actually been blocked from the general public. Uh, only uh, 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 police, uh, firefighters, and a few journalists have been given access uh, to uh, you know to, to 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 just do their work here. But Joanne, uh, I can just tell you, if you go on our EWM reporter Twitter page, you can just see the extent to which uh, the damage has occurred here. Um, I mean, that roof, Joe, and a historical building roof has been destroyed. It's quite a sad scene. Very sad indeed. Uh, thank you very much for that, Nkosikona Duma, bringing us that comprehensive explanation of exactly what happens, what has happened there in the last few hours.